I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Episodes discuss emotional, physical, and sexual violence. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Dark Dynasties, the podcast where we focus on different rich and powerful families who have ultimately exposed themselves to be corrupt, messed up, and, well, very dark. This episode, we'll be talking about maybe the most famous family ever, the royal family, as in the Windsors. We've seen their ups and downs, victories and defeats, and scandals. A lot of scandals. I'm Sid. And I'm Olivia. And this episode is about the British royal family's corruption, affairs, and scandals. You're listening to Dark Dynasties. family and relationship drama, they go together like uh, peanut butter and chocolate, right? Yeah, they go they go together <laughs> in a lot of different ways. Um, we're going to be going into all of the specific relationship drama. Yeah, we're going to be getting into a lot of funny specifics and relationship drama. Last episode, we talked about uh, the family's relationship to Nazis, and yeah, uh, there was a lot of stuff there. There was a lot of stuff there. But first, we do want to acknowledge um, the more international scandals surrounding this family, like apartheid, colonialism, war crimes, and just in general, a horrifying list of atrocities as colonizers. Uh, while this podcast episode will be more specifically focused on more of their personal scandals, um, obviously there are scandals that have affected our, their nation as well as other nations that uh, everyone in charge should be held accountable for. So just that's our little disclaimer. Yeah. If we're talking about some silly things here and there and you're like, guys, what about all of the actual really uh, apartheid bad, what and about bad apartheid? stuff? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is that's, you're so valid. valid. Yeah. You are so valid. When you think of royal family relationship right. drama— do you just think of Charles and Camilla? I, I do. I that's the usually the first thing I think. Yeah. So just a, a quick yeah. Let's do summary. a quick recap. I, I feel like there's certain people. Many people in the world do know, but I, I think there's a certain a group of people in the world that don't know what. 
tampon gate is. Yeah, Charles was cheating on his wife at the time. The a wonderful lady Di. Yeah, we love Di. Um, love Diana. Charles apparently loved her less than we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love her. He was not feeling it. Um, and uh, the queen knew. Oh, yeah. Uh, people were pretty aware. And so he's cheating with another woman who is married, Camilla. During this whole scandal that broke down that, that showed, you know, oh, he's cheating on Diana with Camilla, there were recorded phone calls between Charles and Camilla. Referred to as Tampon Gate. Right. So they're having these sexy conversations, and it's all being recorded. Like, ooh, I, I wish I were next to you. Yeah, I wish, like, they're like, oh, I want to go up and down and in and out of you. Like, it's like all very that. And she's like, Interesting. Oh. But at a certain point, he says, you know, like, ugh. Gosh, and this is all paraphrasing, but he says, like, gosh, I wish I could just live in your trousers because wouldn't that be easier? God, um, that's not something I would ever wish. No, I would never wish anyone—I mean, I don't even really like wearing pants because right. I think they're constricting already. If there was a full adult man inside a pair of pants I was wearing wear. and lived there, mm-hmm. I would just— only wear dresses. So this man, in a sexy way, says, God, I wish I lived inside your pants. Yeah, and she's like, ooh, what if you were, you know, reincarnated into a pair of my underwear? Like, what if you came back as a pair of my underwear? And then he says— Oh, God. Or, what if I was a Tampax? Just my luck, right? Ha ha. What if I was a Tampax? This is really frightening. Now, that— Obviously, it was not meant to be shared with the world. No. It was meant to be private. Yeah. Sometimes when you're having a, a dirty talk session with someone, you try something out and it does not work. And that sucks when that is then recorded and shown to the entire world. Yeah, but let the guy cheat on his wife in peace. <laughs> yeah, let, Come the, on. let the terrible guy cheat on his nice wife in peace. But that Tampax reference, him mm-hmm. being like, I want to be your tampon, Loki, was the piece of gold that no one could let go of in the media. That's crazy. If you say that and you're royalty, they're never going to let that go. So hence the name Tampon Gate. Yeah, it was one of those things where he thought he was being sexy. And yeah. then at some point, it wasn't. It just took a hard left into that's not sexy anymore. And, you know, I think that that happens sometimes. So and that leads us into a segment called It's, it's Sexy Until It, it isn't. isn't. We're going to share some pickup lines that start off as sexy and then veer into hard tampon gate territory by sure. not being sexy at all. Okay, I, I'll go first. Go like, for it. Okay. <clears throat> God, your ass is so perfect. I just want to be your diapy. Yeah, I would yeah. I would say that. that is hard left? I'm going to give the first part a 10. Great. First sentence yeah. a 10. Second sentence, I'm going to give a 3. Okay, amazing. Here's one. How about <laughs> okay. this? Um, your face is so pretty. I wish I could cut it off and wear it on my face. Yeah, that's that's that just goes straight to Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure you don't like it? Okay. God, I thought this was the day I'd win you over. What about like, oh, I can't stop thinking about your body or the fact that I'm going to go to Chili's later. I actually give that whole thing a 10. Okay. I, I mean, that, that would just be sexy. someone being honest about their thoughts. Yeah, I think I think it's important for it's, there to be a level of honesty It's someone sharing their excitement to go to Chili's later on top of their dirty talk. And, you know, I'm excited for mm-hmm. them because the quesadilla explosion salad is fantastic. Quesadilla explosion salad is the the least sexy phrase I've ever fucking heard in my I know. Life. Well, the food also kind of within it, like the, the menu item sounds like what it's going to give you yeah, later. Yeah, it, like, it sounds like it's going to give, give you, you a quesadilla explosion. Explosive diary. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Oh God. All right. So, wow, I can't believe we said the words explosive diarrhea in the sexy segment. Yeah, give me another sexy pickup line, Said I love your lips. Ooh. I wish I was your cold sore. Oh, yeah. No, that 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 did it for me. Did it do that it? That was great. That did was that perfect. give you a lady erection? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> how about this? Yeah. Ooh, your breasts are so huge. Now I must check them for lumps. I think that's actually great. Okay, well, you like mine too much. You like all, <laughs> you like all my pitches too much. They're supposed to be awful. <laughs> You're writing so many positives. <laughs> because That's amazing because, you know, people should help each other out and check for, you that's know. That's true. It's not sexy, but it is helpful. It's helpful and it's good. And sometimes that's more important, yeah. being helpful than being sexy. Okay, how about this? Uh-huh. Your hair is so sexy. I want to make a teddy bear out of it and fuck it until I die. A 10 out of 10. There's nothing wrong Thank with that you. one. Thank you. Okay, perfect. And that was a segment called It's, it's Sexy, Sexy Until It Isn't. Sponsored by the Quesadilla Explosion Salad. <laughs> it's an explosion. It's an explosion that'll give you an explosion later. Oh, boy. Kill me. <laughs> but don't let Tampon Gate distract you from everything else. Yeah, We've there's got a, a lot. lot. A lot of weird scandals. We've got some cradle robbing gardeners. Cradle robbing a gardener. That's cradle crazy. robbing a gardener? Yeah, when a, when, you, when a gardener's in a cradle and you rob that cradle. Wow. Yeah. We, we've got a bunch. We've got sex tours. We've got a uh, we've got a lot of we got a lot of stuff. Here's something that's not really cute. Oh, oh, here's a throwback scandal. Yeah, this Ready is for, a, a good throwback this scandal. This is a, okay. This is one of the earliest scandals we'll be talking about on this specific episode. Yeah, last episode we talked about George V. I'm sure you guys remember. He's the guy who was like. I never wanted to be king. I am best friends with my cousin Nicholas, and I am going to let him die and be killed by the Bolsheviks because I'm not going to let him into England because I don't want to seem pro-Germany. Yeah, he he was the king. He had a, a lot of kids. He had like I think six, six kids. He had kids. six kids with his dead brother's fiance. Yeah, you know that'll, that'll how you happen, do that. How that goes. But one of the kids was he, Prince Edward, a Nazi. Sure, just I, throwing that in there again. That's sure. all last episode. And one of the kids will probably be somebody you haven't really heard of. Right, right, right. And that person is Prince John. Right, Prince John. So when Prince John was 11 years old, he was moved from his home and effectively vanished from the public eye. No one saw him ever again. No, no one saw and, and you might be going like, Prince John, that's interesting. I don't really know a bunch of royal figures with the name John. And it's because they're— It's because of this Prince John. Yeah, so— Well, it's not because of him. It's because of his family sucking. Basically, uh, all of these names have been reused since, for example— Albert, Edward, Mary, Henry, George. But John stopped here. This was the last John in this lineage. He suffered from epilepsy, and a lot of historians believe that he also had autism or was on the autism spectrum— and his family decided to hide him. Apparently, at that time, a lot of people who had disabilities were just hidden in farmhouses. Being hidden and not being put in the public eye. Really bad. Really, really bad. bad. And, and I'm sure not being in any way, shape, or form taken care of like a, a human being. Like, Well, definitely not being given the resources they probably needed oh, that absolutely. they could definitely afford. Yeah. So they yeah, said— Yeah, that's they, the even more fucked. I know. Like, they could afford to help them and, like, give yeah. them all their resources. And instead, they're like, no, 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 I'm actually— She's just going to banish you from Yeah, no, you're embarrassing for me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the family sent him to live on a farm um, with a nanny. So while I will say that uh, John's mother, Mary, uh, was 
concerned and, and I guess, invited children to play at the farm so that he could, you know, meet children and stuff like that. Try, maybe tried to an extent. Yeah, tried to some extent, but it just wasn't how you raise a it kid. It wasn't enough you know? of an extent. No, not okay at all. Um, and so he lives on this farm with this nanny, and this wasn't an uncommon thing to do with a person who had a disability, which is insane. It was pretty cruel, and he was never seen in public again. So John is not featured in any of George's official biographies. And Edward basically in letters really criticized the way that George treated John. Edward was John's brother, who's mm-hmm. his oldest brother, and mm-hmm. um, he heavily criticized uh, the way that George treated him. Um, no one really knows the exact details, but that was kind of the point. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, a lot of historians have speculated that the treatment of John by George mm-hmm. was probably influenced by the treatment of George. George's father to yeah, George. You absolutely. Know, he had an absent father who was not great to him, and that just kind of goes— uh, It's it cycles. Yeah, it's it's in cycles. Like it, every other episode of this podcast, we talk about how yep. dynasties are, work in cycles, and there are all of these really strange recurring bits. Yeah, and the so, worst part of the Prince John story mm-hmm. is Prince John actually died of an epileptic seizure when he was 13. Ugh, yeah. But— his mom, like, kind of came out and said, like, a, a totally different story. Yeah, I guess his mom had said something along the lines of, you know, he passed in his sleep and, you know, God took him back and it was really peaceful. He wasn't in pain. And that this, did not sound— This could be my own, yeah. you know, yeah. not n- totally understanding of what an epileptic seizure is, but I would call that probably painful and bad and not in your sleep. I would say that it's definitely bad. Yeah, I I don't think those statements totally match up. Yeah, basically what we're learning here is just to to always be pouring one out for Prince John. Rest in peace, Prince John. Uh, Sorry. And the uh, BBC actually made a uh, drama called The Lost Prince, and it's about John. So I'm going to be watching that. I'm going to go check that out. That's Um, crazy. If you guys want to watch that, let us know what you think. I haven't seen it yet, but sounds pretty cool. And then, of course, just going down some some family tree lineage to show how we're going to get to the Queen really quickly. Um, uh, George's other son, Edward, the one who was a Nazi on Uh-oh. the bad side, but then on the good side was like, hey, don't treat my little brother like that. So that's one good thing that guy did, and everything uh, else he did was bad. I guess. Um, and uh, so, you know, he became king later, then abdicated the throne so he could marry his mistress, who was also a Nazi, but she was an American and a divorcee, and it ended up being weird, and he just kind of devoted his life to bad Nazi stuff. Um, so his younger brother, because he abdicated the throne, his mm-hmm. younger brother became King George the Sixth, and his daughter— was Queen Elizabeth. So um, now we're here. Now here we've we go. Here. Yeah. yeah. So we know Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And and while well, Queen Elizabeth was doing her 70 years of of reign and all of her colonizing, colonizing stuff hey. that she did. Her sister was getting up to her own stuff. This was Princess Margaret. Yeah, Princess Margaret. Princess, you know, here's something funny. Uh, this mm-hmm. is just a little my opinion thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone says that Princess Margaret was gorgeous, was glamorous. Mm-hmm. And it was like when you walked in, when she walked in the room, it was like, oh my God, there she is. Yeah. And they also said that Wallace, mm-hmm. the Wallace American Simpson. woman, Wallace Simpson was so ugly. It's been cited in, a, in a, a lot of like history books that Wallace was not very attractive, which is so funny. I don't see any of these people as looking any different from one another. Yeah, I know I, that's kind of bad, but like, they all just look like early 1900s royalty or like British people. Like they all have the same face to me. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, I don't know if we 
mentioned this last episode or not, but yeah, they all look the same to me. They all just look like white people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell just, you. But like, I mean, listen, I don't like Wallace because she's a Nazi. No, but, of course not. But, but at but the same saying, time, like, she's so ugly and Margaret. Margaret is gorgeous. And then looking at pictures and then like, they're, they're just What's both the white difference? women with dark hair. I don't know. It's, yeah, anyway. it's hard for me to tell too. So according to the general public, Princess Margaret was just like the absolute hottest shit. And sure. everyone was loving it. They, she was the talk of the town. She was a socialite. She was yeah, famous. Yeah, people loved her. She was married to a photographer, Anthony Armstrong Jones, and uh, their marriage did, uh, was not good. They did not like that. Yeah, uh, Margaret would eventually divorce her husband, which was obviously its own massive yeah. scandal. We know the royals don't love divorce. The, the queen's sister getting a divorce. Yeah, but before they'd made it official, they were seeing other people. Right, and one of the main people that Margaret was seeing was Roddy Llewellyn. Yeah. Now get this shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Roddy Llewellyn was 17 years younger than Margaret. Okay. And he was a gardener uh-huh. who wanted to be a pop star. So I love can that we just so much. Really think about that for a second because like God, give this guy a TV show. What like, what were their conversations like? Like, was she being like, God, you know, just stick with me. You're going to be a pop star and one day. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am garden. Um, it's just so crazy to me to think that this guy was a gardener who wanted to be a pop star who was making sweet, sweet love. To a woman 17 years older than him. Who was married and the queen's sister. Yes. This guy's life is— It's kind of crazy. This guy's life is a telenovela. It really is. <laughs> like, yeah, this, is, there's, this doesn't happen to anyone. There's too many plot points in this one guy's life. God, I love it. Um, Somebody, BBC, pick that up as yeah, a drama. Yeah, come on, guys. The real scandal was, was when a picture of him and Margaret um, were just, like, enjoying some sunshine at a beachside villa in 76. Uh, there were pictures taken. Everyone was like, whoa, hold on. And now all of Who's a sudden, that gardener who wants to be a pop star? That's not her husband. And now all of a sudden the royals are forced to acknowledge the embarrassment of Margaret's separation from uh, her husband. Yeah. And they don't they don't want to talk about that. No, they they want to keep everything prim and proper. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's what happens when you uh, when you meet the gardener and the gardener's younger and he wants to be a pop star. Well, you here's just fall the in thing. love with him and your whole family's ashamed. I really hope that Roddy Llewellyn got his own solo career. I know. I hope that he at least got one single. If you found any singles yeah, by Roddy Llewellyn. Yeah, if you guys Llewellyn, find any. A good mixtape. Yeah, a good mixtape. Roddy Llewellyn. Throw it our like, way. Demo even. Listen, I would love to hear that. I'd love to hear some lyrics that are like, ooh, you're the queen in my heart, even yes. though you're not the queen of the public. Yes. I want Yes. It. I think that's really good. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, now here's another scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's another scandal. Yeah. We were told something about sex tours. Yeah, sex tours What's was— going on with the royal family and sex tours? Okay, I, I, well, let's get into who Sophie is. So Sophie Reese jones uh, is the Countess of Wessex and Forfar. Yeah, and she is married to Prince Edward, who, who is, is Charles's younger brother. Charles is in Charles and Di, Charles and Camilla, younger brother, Edward— Married to this woman, Sophie. Right. So there are multiple Edwards here. So there, in 2001, uh, a reporter who pretended to be a potential client of her firm came uh, over and talked to her about, you know, her business and ended up recording the whole conversation in secret. And she just did so much damage by talking. Like, yeah, I mean, she dished on all of the royals, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they really don't love it. Well, they hate it. When you do that. No, they hate it especially. What are some um, of the stuff she okay, said? Okay, so here's some of the things she she just said candidly to someone who she's like, we might be doing business together. Let me just share all of this, who, of course, was a reporter recording everything she said. Mm-hmm. She said um, that uh, Prime Minister Tony Blair was ignorant of the countryside, which was now engulfed by foot and mouth disease. That's Wild. A, a disease. Another thing is that Blair's wife, Cherie, is, quote, even worse. She hates the countryside. So that's got to go over well with the people of the countryside. She also reportedly commented on Prince Charles' relationship with Camilla, arguing that a marriage would not be possible as long as the queen mother was alive. Ooh. Um, She also said that uh, conservative party leader William Hague uh, sounds like a puppet, which I think (laughs) is kind of a a fun, harmless comment. Uh, Actually, she said, sounds like a puppet, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, you know, she was with her business partner, and her business partner, Murray Harkin, Mm -hmm. was— talking about his sex life and cocaine use and boasting about Sophie's abilities to secure celebrities mm-hmm. for different events and stuff. It, it's really wild. Yeah. Um, uh, they also, she mentioned that Prince Charles will, quote, unquote, always have a go at putting on a wig or doing something silly. <laughs> that could mean so much. <laughs> I feel like I would hope that people would say that about me. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, she also said she was a lot more intelligent than Princess Diana. Wow. Which is— uh, Controversial. Oh, boy. Um, now, here's some worse stuff. That's also just so much to say oh, in one so much, conversation. So much to say in one conversation that you with a person you just met. But 
Could it get any worse? Oh, it sure could. I believe we mentioned sex tours. Oh, hell fucking yeah, it could get so much worse. So after all of the dirt that she was spilling on her family, um, she decided to be like, oh, my God, by the way, let me tell you about all of this weird sex stuff we do. Yeah. Which is a crazy, once again, crazy. Yeah. Just Put Just someone you do not know. So she and her partner offered to procure young men and women yeah. for the reporter yeah. depending on his preference. Yeah. They, it says um, the firm can procure, quote, unquote, nice boys for clients. The quote was, how young does he like? Does he like Asian boys? And how young? 20, 21, 25, 28. Oh, God. At least all of those are above the age of consent. I, I can't believe that's where we draw the line here. Like like that. We're like, at least. <laughs> at least, We've yeah. just been talking oh, about boy, so many oh, messed boy, up oh, people. Boy. We're like, well. <laughs> um, they also referred to uh, with Prince Edward's sexuality. They mm-hmm. said um, there's no smoke without fire. Meaning, like, there's okay. something suspicious. Something's something else going, must on. Be going on. And, uh, of course, the craziest and worst thing, uh, that they can arrange sex tours to the Far East. Now, Sid, do you know what a sex tour is? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. Sex tours, as in sex tourism, mm-hmm. is a thing people do. And this is not an official definition of it. This is just my knowledge of it. Sure. It's a thing, uh, like, kind of gross, awful people do where they go to other countries where— yeah, prostitution is legal, but it's not necessarily like necessarily good, good for the people. For the, and yeah, it's not like okay, it's, it's not, not an OnlyFans where someone's making all their own. You know, make, it has okay. So it's it's where the sex worker doesn't necessarily have, have the best. No one has the sex worker's best interest in mind, right? And the sex worker probably isn't as safe as they could be, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm, as regulated mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. it could be. Absolutely. Okay. So and and the point of sex tourism, I guess, is to go to these other countries so that you can have these crazy sexual experiences right. that you'd probably never be able to have in a country with more laws about sex stuff. Right. So it's a lot of gray area, but I'm going to say that none of it's good. Mm-hmm. I would say if you want to if you want to go on a on a, a tour mm-hmm. of sex, mm-hmm. call a bunch of people who you know want to have sex with you. Set them up in different cities or find people in different cities and visit and them at a bunch of different motel. Go sixes. on a big road trip, motel six to motel six, and that's your tour of whatever country is you're in. Yeah, like for example, why don't you just go from like Delaware to Oregon to California? And just that's all one meet, country. Yeah, it's all one country. But, you can yeah. take a tour of, of the United <laughs> States of America. America, but with people who consensually want to have legal sex with you. Yeah. Um, but that's not what they offered. They offered sex tours. Okay, great. So, so uh, you know. The, the, obviously, you know the palace probably released oh, they a loved statement, it. right? They were so like, the God, we love that. released a statement saying that the reported comments were selective, distorted, and in several cases, just flat out untrue. Oh, they're so distorted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So the, yeah. the palace officials said that the countess had not insulted the queen, the queen mother or the politicians, and the rumors about her difficulties in marriage and her alleged comments about her husband's sexuality and all this stuff were untrue. This statement is sponsored by gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so, and, and obviously, you know, the uh, the 
palace has no reason to want to cover that up. No, there'd be no reason. They never cover anything up. They never want to. They never try to cover up horrible, horrible shit. No. Um, but yeah, so the recorded conversation was published and all the backlash. And th- speaking of undercover reporters oh, we have recording more? embarrassing conversations, oh, we have more. let's check this one out, okay? Sarah Ferguson. The original Fergie. Yeah. The Duchess of York. Mm-hmm. Um, she told another reporter pretending to be a businessman. God, that that's what theme. everyone does. This is a theme. And, you know, there's a part of me that goes, oh, that's that's not morally correct. But then it's like doing that to the extremely rich and powerful maybe is morally correct. Yeah, I would say that <laughs> there are probably cases where they yeah. find out some things that might actually help other yeah, people. Yeah, that there'd be no way that they could find out otherwise because they have so much uh, power. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I'd say go for it. Go for it, uh, yeah, reporters. I'm, I'm not totally against it. Um, so she had a, a meeting with this businessman, and she— she told him, listen, you can access my ex-husband, Prince Andrew, for half a million pounds. Okay. What? <laughs> I have so many questions here. Okay, yeah. access. When you say you can access my yeah. ex-husband. Not, not in a sex tours way. No, 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 no. I, and that's not what I'm implying. <laughs> I'm saying if if she gets 500, if she gets $500,000, yeah. you can what? Have lunch with him? I think. Okay, the thing she said, and it sounded very vague, was like, I can open the door for you to him, and everything you've ever wanted will be there. Now, very vague. Okay, now, the reason she's doing this, because at first I was like, why would she even be doing this? This doesn't really make sense. I mean, if I was trying to make side cash, my— I would my be like, first, you know, I my, should, like, do um, delivery driving. Yeah, like, I should do Grubhub or, like, maybe I, sh- I could, like— I wouldn't think, let me sell meet and greets with my ex. Right, 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 right. But basically the short version of, like, why she was doing this is yeah. she had really bad lawyers. Yeah, terrible, terrible so lawyers. So when Princess Diana divorced Charles, she walked away with $20 million. We love that which, for her. That's, I mean, listen, that's, that's a, a, ch- a little nice chunk amount of money. Of money. Love that for her. When Fergie divorced Andrew, she got—are you ready? Yep. $20,000. That's very different. It's a very different number. It's very different, and while it's more than, let's say, I necessarily have, sure. um, it is less than I think a duchess would uh, be able to really live off of if they didn't massively change their lifestyle like, oh, oh, yeah. crazily. At, at one point after her divorce, Fergie admitted to having almost $4 million in debt. That's a lot of debt. Yeah, I love that we're calling her Fergie, too. I mean, you know, it's Fergie. It's Fergie. It, so... If you could make half a million by, right, right, like, right. having someone meet your ex. And according to the public, she said, like, oh, my ex and I are best friends. We're on such good terms. I so don't really believe I don't, when people say that. I don't believe that. anything ever. I don't believe anything. I know, constantly. I, I just don't believe when people say we're best friends. When you say my ex and I are best friends, Something's I'm wrong. like, I don't believe Something's you. Something's wrong. If you say my ex and I are still friendly or my ex yeah. and I are still friends, I believe you. My ex and I are co-parenting and we're totally yeah. better off as friends. But we're and, you know, best friends? Best friends is I like, rarely well, why aren't that. you still together if you're actually best no, friends? I rarely believe mm-hmm. it. Unless one of you... Uh, like, decided they are no longer sexually attracted to—I don't know. I'm getting into, like, really specific what-ifs, sure. and uh, and I don't need to. I don't need to do that. Oh, I'm really sorry about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I totally forgot I got a sponsor for this episode. Oh, do we have to do a commercial? Yeah, we have to do a commercial. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. No, we hate right. to do this for yeah, you. Yeah, no, sorry. Okay, <laughs> so um, a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, you. Yes, you. Have I got a deal for you. 
My ex, Norm Clad's wash, is 43, 5 foot 8, and almost always on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And you, yes you, can hang out with him today for a whole $20 for me. Norm and I dated for 12 years and he was a genuinely bad person, but for 20 whole dollars for me, you can make your own opinion of him. It's a great gift for the holidays. Play golf with Norm. Tell Norm about your childhood trauma. Cuddle Norm into the night. Chase Norm down the street. Insult Norm's cooking. Go to the fucking Ren Fair with Norm. See if I care. All of this is just $20. I'm, I'm in need of $20. $20. And for an extra $5, I'll even send you a picture of Norm that I took this morning while hiding behind his neighbor's car. So go ahead. Take, take my, my ex for a day. day. No returns or exchanges allowed. This message is sponsored by me, Norm Clad's Wash's ex. Norm Clad's Wash does not endorse this commercial because he does not know about it. And that was a word from, from our sponsors. sponsors. Yeah, thank you so much for buying ad space. We need twenty dollars too. Yeah, so we, we definitely. Appreciate you know it. that ad space actually costs twenty whole dollars. Yeah, twenty so whole dollars. She's she's spending money to make money. Yeah, she's spending the money so that I can give it back to her so I can hang out with her ex. Oh, did you already sign up? I did. Yeah, oh, I'm loving that for you. Yeah. Well, I need somebody to come to my art show. Well, are you going to chase him down the street or go to the Ren Fair with him? Yeah, I'm going to do all of it. I all got right, a whole well, day. Absolutely loving that. Okay, so here's the thing, Fergie's ex. Right. Why do you want to spend time with that guy? What a good question. Who in their right mind would actually like to spend time with the one and only Prince Andrew? Yeah, let's talk about Prince Andrew Prince for a second. Andrew. Okay, first off, isn't there like a whole thing where he's like, I don't sweat. I never sweat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's such a lie. We all sweat. Yeah, we all sweat. And if you don't sweat. Unless you're my Pilates teacher. Or um, the woman from uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City <gasps> who got all her scent glands removed. Yes. Um, um, and and was uh, hated being in the hospital. Yes, I think that was Mary. She said it or smells Jen like Shaw, hospital, but it in doesn't here. matter. It, I think it was one of them. But yeah, <laughs> so um, so but I'll say the average bear sweats. The average person. Yeah, I the average, the average, the average human being sweats. But Prince Andrew does a lot more than just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sex criminal. <laughs> so there are a lot of yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys look into all the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Um, so Jeffrey. <laughs> Epstein, you know him. Uh, he is a uh, pedophile. Pa- bad, bad dude. Bad guy. Owns a, a, a pe- pedophile island. Yeah, he had a big pedophile island. Yeah. And he is just the worst. Just the, well, was, really he was bad. just the worst. Yeah, he's dead now. He's super dead. Fine with that. And, yep, we don't um, like him. No, don't like anyone who hurts kids. No. No. So Jeffrey Epstein uh, was introduced to Prince Andrew by Jeffrey Ex- Epstein's ex-girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, who's also oh, in trouble for in trouble and all for that stuff, doing bad stuff to kids. Which, if you're if you are friends with both of them, if you're close with both of I them, I would say turn this off. Oh yeah, I was going to say if your friends are close with both of them, I would say you oh. you've got to know. Oh, sorry, what's going I on? You're saying if you're listening, oh, if you're to listening this, to this, yeah, and no. you're friends with them, you're then not going to get the fuck away from me. Yeah, I don't no. want to talk sorry. to you. I don't want to be anywhere near sorry. you. If you know if them, you support Jeffrey Epstein. No, get the fuck away. I don't care about no, you. No, get at away all. from me. Um, yeah. So so Jeffrey Epstein um, is friends with Prince Andrew, although uh, you know. Prince Andrew says he and Epstein were not that close. Yeah. But uh, the pair attended several private dinners, parties, and fundraisers together, including a birthday party the prince threw for Maxwell. Um, And, like— they, they were, were friends. always together. They were friends. So how about that? So how about they were friends? This, and that's a lie. <laughs> the same year, Epstein and the prince partied with 
Donald Trump bada boom, bada at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, wow. That is a sentence that means so much now. Yeah, <laughs> like, his you know, residence in Palm Beach, Florida. Ten years ago, the sentence Jeffrey Epstein partied and the prince partied with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago doesn't mean as much as yeah. it means yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. That's like so many buzzwords. And then the following year, Andrew and Epstein went on holiday together and were pictured on a yacht. They were surrounded by topless young oh, women. and they were in Phuket, Thailand. Yeah. And— once again, we were just talking about sex tourism. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking thing in Thailand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, the, oh, the Times of London reported that the prince's holiday was paid for by Epstein. Yeah. So there's, I mean, it's just. You want to hear something even grosser? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, I don't, but I'm going to. Epstein attended an 18th birthday party for hate Andrew's already. daughter. I hate it already. I hate it already. For Andrew's daughter, Princess Beatrice. I hate that. At Windsor Castle in 2006, two months after he had been issued an arrest warrant for sexual assault of a minor. And the prince said he was unaware of the warrant. And that Epstein just attended as Maxwell's guest. What a weird thing that he's like, no, 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 I'm actually mostly friends with with M- Maxwell. Like, Yeah, she, she's she's not uh, innocent either. No, no, she's all—that's uh, that's totally fucking crazy. So uh, we've got all of this weird stuff about Prince Andrew. And, yeah. and you there's, can, I'm sure there's so much more that you can go look up yourself as oh well. Oh, my God. Um, and you can pay to hang out with oh, him. Oh, yeah, you can pay a, 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 the cheap price of 500,000 pounds to, to hang out limited access with to this Prince guy Andrew. who might have been a pedophile. Now, why? When she says we could open all the doors that you've ever wanted, mm-hmm. what doors could those be? Oh, could God. they be some bad doors? Maybe. I would go with probably, yeah. I would say there's some bad doors within the doors she's referencing. So it's so funny because, you know, obviously there are these international scandals that have, like, really, really tormented a lot of people. Yeah. But even within their own family, oh, yeah. there are such insane personal scandals. Yeah. It's like, it's a lose-lose to it's be like, a part of this family. No, no, no. Being in this family, it like, it, it's it's something about being in being born into, like, a dynasty where you are handed all of this fame and power and money. And, like, money. It just breaks your brain. Like, your brain stops being a normal human brain. Yeah, and, I mean, I think another thing we've learned mm-hmm. from all of these families is that when you're taught that you don't have to play by the rules, yeah. you don't. Yeah, um, you, you don't play by the rules to, the, to such an extent where you get more and more reckless about the way you don't play by the rules until you have consequences. And then all of a sudden you're like, what consequences? Yeah, and often as you go further and further uh, into the past generations, you just see more and more oh, and stuff it's, And it's up. usually the same story over and over and over again with each, with each family, which is just crazy. Like seeing just the same pattern repeated from generation to generation. It's just, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's insane. If you guys have um, some interesting tidbits about the royal family, yeah. some interesting personal scandals that you would like to touch on, yeah. um, make sure you let us know. Leave a comment. Yeah. Um, send us a message. And if there's any other dark dynasties you guys want to see us uh, jump into and talk about, uh, also let us know because we are here to uh, expose the weird secrets of the rich and powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Sid. I'm Olivia. And thank you for listening to Dark Dynasties. Dynasties. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.